What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't seem to shop about guitar. If you love all things guitar and gear and guitar music, then you are in the right place. And if you want even more guitar-related content, go and check out axesandblades.com. And you can also follow Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you get your guitar content. Just a reminder that some of these episodes do have a video accompaniment, so... Uh, especially the ones that talk about some guitars and builders. You get to see cool images and examples of the builder's work on the video podcast. Uh, there's going to be some episodes coming up with some playing and some tones and stuff like that. Uh, so basically, that's going to be kind of more similar to like YouTube video stuff. The audio will, of course, be available to wherever you listen to the audio. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, that's going to be every episode. But just a nice reminder that you can check out some video accompaniments to some of these episodes, especially when the video kind of helps. Like you want some visuals so you can actually see the guitars I'm talking about sometimes. That's sometimes nice. And um, there's, like I say, when there's playing and tones and some stuff like that, which is going to be coming up, you can also check that out in the videos. And we've got some guitars here that we're going to be making some videos with and stuff like that. We're also going to include some of them in the podcast episode. So... Uh, those will have video accompaniments so you can check out guitars uh, there's a couple already with video accompaniments you can find them on the axes and blades youtube channel uh on the axes and blades instagram the igtv and you can find them on the axes and blades facebook page as well so we've got some more of those coming up check it out today's topic that we're going to be talking about something that I find really interesting. We're going to be talking about what is an ergonomic guitar. I thought this would be cool to talk about because I've used that word a few times already talking about certain things. Um, when I was talking about the Sabra Fen builds, I was talking about they have an asymmetrical neck and I kept mentioning ergonomics in that. And then I was talking about ergonomic carving on the body shape for some of those. And I mentioned a few other builders as well where I've used it not just in the kind of general sense of like that's ergonomic as in that's comfortable, but, you know, I've talked about something as an ergonomic feature, for example. And I think that's kind of a word that's becoming more and more common. Again, not just in that sense of generally ergonomic meaning comfortable, but specifically an ergonomic feature or even saying an ergonomic guitar. So going beyond just the kind of more colloquial meaning of yeah something comfortable or some or what however people use it you see it kind of thrown around a lot probably a bit overused i want to look at using it in this way of saying this guitar is an ergonomic guitar this feature is ergonomically designed in the way that um it's really meant as more than just comfortable it's really meant to have some specific design elements and some specific uh kind of intentional practical elements in it in terms of working in an ergonomic way. And that's something that's becoming really common in guitar building and kind of matches up step for step with some of the steps we're, we're seeing in guitar building in general, particularly with, you know, quote unquote, modern or contemporary guitar design um, in the pointy guitar, metal guitar kind of world in particular. So we know that the word ergonomic, we also see in other places like ergonomic keyboards or ergonomic mouse for a computer uh, ergonomic chairs all of this stuff generally speaking it's something that is made with an understanding of how the body works how the body moves and the positions of the body that are most comfortable but also most healthy so ergonomic computer equipment is to avoid things like rsi carpal tunnel 
there that you might get from repetitively uh, or over long periods of time in a sustained way, having your body in like an uncomfortable position and a position that creates tensions that then can result in greater problems, back pain, or these things. So an ergonomic chair, the idea is it it works with the way your body naturally is and when your body doesn't create any tension so that if you sit in it, it helps your body not have any tensions, everything's relaxed. It's working with the kind of natural structure, natural physiology of your body when it's at its most relaxed, comfortable, healthy, undamaging positions. And in that way, you're not going to have pain, so it's, it's supposed to be more comfortable. You're not going to have pain over time. And so therefore, it's, it's not going to be causing problems. You know, you're you're hopefully more likely to avoid having posture problems or back pain or whatever it is. Uh, I'm sure with a lot of these things, they you probably have to be like legally careful. I would, I, I've always assumed you have to be like, have some backing for calling something ergonomic because it's a health related thing. Like, I don't think you can just claim this chair that looks all crazy and weird will help you avoid back pains if it just immediately causes everyone like my vertebrae turned to dust after a week in this thing. Um, but I don't know, chiropractors are a thing. So, hey, maybe not, maybe no one cares. Um, so that's kind of where you see it a lot and you're seeing it more and more in the guitar world. Like I say, sometimes I think it's just like, it's overused, you know, like a lot of words in guitar world. It's like, it's kind of overused. Like I've seen it before where it's like, thanks to the special technologically advanced ergonomic carving. And then you look at it and it's like, that's just a belly cut. Like that's the exact same carb that's on a strap like what are you talking about you know you're not going to show me a strap body and be like that's i mean it's genius the guitar's come a long way since leo fender it's literally not it's gone nowhere that is let me look at the headstock that is a it's a strat isn't it you see it in that you know something has a basic arm carve it's like it's genius it's ergonomic we spent years studying the human physiology well, you know, now we've started mapping the genome. We can really start carving these things, right? It's ridiculous the way it's used sometimes. It's like, yeah, that's literally just like a belly carve and an arm carve, guys. Come on, like, you know, that's the carve at the bottom where it sits on your leg nicely. I think we've had that for a little while. Um, you know, it's as if someone thought that the guitar still looked like a lute and they were like, well, we've got rid of that uncomfortable bowl shape at the back. You no longer have to have a leather chamois on your leg to keep it on your lap. I said, I don't... Have you been in your workshop designing this guitar since the 16th century, you idiot? So it's definitely overused. But when people use it to mean uh, an ergonomic guitar, rather than saying, like, this is an ergonomic car, but specifically say, this is an ergonomic guitar, I feel like in those situations, you know, they could be BSing, whatever. You can get marketing, you can get spin. But a lot of the time, and in a lot of these instruments where I feel like the word is really used in a correct way, it is linked more towards what you see with an ergonomically designed chair or keyboard or mouse or whatever. The idea is it's a guitar that's designed in a way to remove the tensions and possible things that create pain and certain movements done in certain ways that can cause problems. And this is something which we should definitely be interested in as guitarists because there are some great guitarists who have had to undergo physical therapy or have had to stop playing for a while because they've ended up with pain, you know, problems with, uh, you know, whether it's tendons or whatever in their arms, whether it's kind of a carpal tunnel thing, whatever it specifically is, uh, medically and technically, it's people who've had pain problems and stress problems with their hands and their arms and their backs and their necks, and that's caused problems that mean they've either had to stop playing or for some of them, 
things that they have to change model. There's a model of guitar they love playing. Um, it doesn't even necessarily be a particularly heavy one, but you know, over time they develop problems at the top of their back and their shoulders, and then they have to not play that kind of guitar anymore. They go for like the lightest guitar possible. Um, you know, and at least they can still play, but they're having to compromise because over time the guitar is causing pain and causing difficulties. It can happen. Uh, that's something that anyone will talk to you about. You know, any guitar teacher will, will talk about, for example, if you're learning speed, you start slow to build up, not just to build better technique, cleaner runs, for example, cleaner picking technique, more accurate. It's also to avoid problems because if you just try to dive into playing something as fast as you can on pure adrenaline, you do that occasionally, it's all right. But what you're doing is you're really tensing up. Your body tenses up. It hunches up in the shoulders. It really hunches up in the arms. And you kind of pull on your arms. You can even know this, get to know this if you just imagine doing it. Imagine doing the craziest, fastest run you've ever done on guitar without even holding a guitar. Just do it air guitar style. Make sure no one's looking. looking if you're on a bus right now, maybe don't do it. People might. Or maybe do. Maybe people think it's it's cool. They probably won't because it's not. But, if you know, do it air guitar style. Play, you know, play egg doll on something that's crazy fast. You know, you do the kind of gurning, straining look that artists do on stage and you'll feel that your that your hands and your wrists, especially if you're not warmed up, tense up in a really not great way. So that's why, you know, like I said, you see artists, of course, playing with this kind of strain and pulling their body and stuff. But we all know, for example, that they've worked on these things for a long time. They've built up to that level of speed. They've built up to be able to play that uh, as all the great guitar players say and generally you know that we're going to be warming up and stuff like this and get their hands used to it and conditioned to it so it's a bit different if you just dive into doing certain things it can hurt and strain your hand that's the more extreme example but over time people do say that um over time like say these guitarists who have had problems even though they might have warmed up even though they have had a very good practice regime to condition their hands they've still got to a certain age and found problems with their hands and that's because uh, you know, you can have something minutely quote-unquote off in your technique perhaps or perhaps just the way you like to wear your strap on a guitar, perhaps the kind of guitar model you have and the measurements and the way that sits against your body and the way the strap is. Who knows what it is, but you can still have problems. And even if, uh, and and the idea of an ergonomic guitar is to help alleviate those. But of course, you can sit there and you can say, well, you know, it seems a rare thing. It's not like the majority of guitarists get to a certain age and they can't play anymore. It seems the opposite. So, you know, at that point, is an ergonomic guitar doing that much? It seems most of us don't get horrible problems if we just watch our technique and keep things right. I would say that's generally the case, absolutely. Ergonomic guitar would just help with that. It would also help if you already have some possible problems. Perhaps you spend a lot of time on computer and you already notice some strains in your wrist and you're already having to switch to... Uh, different chairs or a standing desk because you're already noticing as you go through life your body's taking a bit of wear an ergonomic guitar might be attractive because even if you don't feel problems from guitar playing like you might change other things in your life like a standing desk it's preemptive it's just about uh, you know I noticed some problems with my body and so I switched to this I know people who've done that they've switched to ergonomic guitars and basses because uh, when they were playing gigs they were playing gigs a lot standing up with it on a strap and even if they went for lighter models they just started to notice for some reason for their body, they had nothing crazy wrong in their technique or anything. They just noticed their kind of neck was starting to hurt. And some mornings, the neck was feeling a bit rough and getting a bit stiff. And even if they didn't play gigs for a few days, neck was getting a bit stiff. Um, so they tried out ergonomic designs and they realized the way they sit against the body, 
just alleviates these tiny little tensions that you don't even really notice, especially not when you're playing. And they found, they found that that's helped for them. So it can help in those ways. The other ways it can help, the other half of this, is the ergonomic guitar because it's made to be working with the way your body naturally works, working with your body's natural angles so that it's removing that tension. The other reason a guitar teacher will say build up speed and don't just fly into it is, as I said, you're going to build cleaner runs and stuff. You're going to play better when you can play it more comfortably. If you can play it more comfortably, you can play it better generally, right? Um, doesn't mean it has to be easy. Doesn't mean you put gauge seven strings on there or whatever. But the idea being that if you're able to reach it more comfortably, you're able to reach these positions and stuff, you can do it with you know full power and full intensity, control the dynamics nicely, and really have full control over the instrument. This would be the other element of an ergonomic instrument is that if it makes it easier to play, you don't have to tense up so much to do things. If your hand's more relaxed, you're going to be able to achieve what you want to more easily. And in that way, some players report that with an ergon- with ergonomic features on a guitar, with an ergonomic guitar, um, that naturalness, that elimination of certain tensions means that they find that they are able to achieve more on the instrument, maybe a certain fluidity to, to the way it feels and so on. Of course, that's subjective feel. We all like different things in the guitar, but... That's the other side of what an ergonomic instrument aims to achieve. So what kind of features are going to be on them? Uh, Well, let's start with the body shape. Often the body shape looks quite different on an ergonomic instrument, ergonomic guitar or ergonomic bass. Like I said, builders who are really going after building something that's actually ergonomic aren't satisfied with the quote-unquote ergonomic design of, you know, a simple arm carve or a simple belly carve. We already have that. They are great. They do make it more comfortable. Absolutely, they are good features. But, uh, you know, we already know those. So tends to be that you're not just going to see something that looks exactly like a Strat or exactly like a Les Paul or exactly like a P-Base. These tend to be, quote-unquote, contemporary, modern-looking guitars and basses. The idea is that they sit against the body in a super comfortable manner when they are on your lap or on a strap. They rest perfectly against the body so that they're not hanging out or shifting around so you don't have to pull them against your body. Uh, These builders would say that with certain guitars, certain models in particular, we don't actually notice they're actually doing things like holding the neck up and holding the body against us whilst we're playing. Um, The instrument, if you take both your hands away, will swing out a little bit because you're actually pulling it against you and pulling it into certain angles. The idea of an ergonomic instrument is it stays in that perfect playing position. You take your hands away after playing, it won't move. It won't swing away from you or swing around to the side or dip down on the neck. So it won't do that. And talking about the neck, neck dive would of course be something you're eliminating. Of course, we know not all guitars have it, but balance is an th- important thing in the ergonomics. If the instrument's perfectly balanced, you're not going to have to be holding part of it up or shifting part of it around. All that causes tension when you're playing. You're not supposed to be using your muscles to hold the guitar in a certain position or move it from side to side or anything like that unless you want to do that because you're on stage and you're having fun. That's fine. But you don't want to have to be using tension, tensing your neck up to keep it in a perfect playing position. It should sit in that hands-free. So balance is a big part of that. So that's where body shape and balance are. Um, That'll also come into where the neck joins the body, all of those things. You really have to be meticulous in designing this. Um, 
and bring it into every single aspect of the design. You can't just throw it on and go, here's an ergonomic thing. That's why that kind of ballet cloth thing seems kind of silly as well. It's like, yeah, it, it is helpful, but throwing on one feature does not make a guitar ergonomic. It's basically something that has to be in every single tiny part of the design because you have to think about balance. You have to think about how it's going to sit. You have to think about where both hands are going to be on the instrument at any one time, how it's going to be sitting down, standing up. Every single little thing will affect all of those things. Um, so you tweak one part of the guitar, you add a feature here, there. you got to think about how you've got to react with that across the guitar. That's also going to come into wood choices, chambering, uh, the number of strings it has when you're going into extended range. Uh, if you're going to extended scale lengths, where the bridge is going to be, every single element of this has to be basically thought about just to make sure that you're keeping the balance and keeping that body shape exactly where it needs to be. Um, so moving on from body shape and balance, you're also going to look at the neck. I talked about the asymmetrical neck of the uh, Sabra Fenn guitars. They have a signature asymmetrical neck. And I talked about how the idea is that you have other asymmetrical necks that are kind of made to be like, well, at the lower on the lower strings on that side of the neck, it's fatter because you play these chords and you play your riffs there and then it's thinner as you go around to the treble strings because then it's shreddy shreddy and all that stuff uh i believe it's the gibson kind of high performance model some of those have an asymmetrical neck that's kind of the idea of that is that oh uh, it's kind of interesting it's almost like a diagonal asymmetrical it's 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 at the uh lower end so around your first fret your second fret third fret around there it's thicker towards the bass strings and then it's thinner towards the treble strings but only after like the 12th fret so it's really based upon like where you're going to be playing chords and playing riffs and then it's really about you're going to be shredding up here and that's how your hands are going to move around the neck and that's going to be facilitated by this asymmetrical neck so that is ergonomic in a way because facilitating how your hands move but i feel like the sabra fen approach is uh, more ergonomic in general because it's about it having that asymmetry up and down the entirety of the neck because that fits the curvature of your hand even as you're moving from solos to this to that whatever string you're on it's generally going with the way the curvature of your hand is which has a deeper curve towards where the thumb is so that's where the neck is thicker and then if you hold your hand out in front of you you can see this if you grip an imaginary guitar neck the curve towards where your index finger is is actually not quite as deep the way it curves up there it's not perfectly symmetrical the way you hold your hand really for chords or solos in general. So uh, that is something that you will see on on ergonomic instruments as well. You, you'll quite often see different kind of neck profiles and different kind of neck cars. Um, you'll see that. Another thing you see with some of them is you see them being fan fret or multi-scale. This is often related to like metal and extended range guitars. Uh, it's quite common in multi-scale instruments. Um, in, in, in ergonomic instruments that they'll be multi-scale. There's quite a lot of crossover there. That's why I was saying at the start, the ergonomic kind of trend in guitars goes step by step with contemporary guitar design, kind of modern guitars, like guitars you see progressive metal guys having fan frets a part of that multi-scale and um, also the body design being kind of new and contemporary, the, the metal world and the progressive music world is very open to that and doesn't need traditional shaped guitars and so it, it works well in spiky, cool guitar land. Um now, fan frets and multi-scale multi -scale guitars have a whole bunch of other uh, reasons that they're useful. And I think I'll talk about that in a separate episode. Um, multi-scale, the, the central purpose of it um, is 
to do with you know this this tuning's ability and string tensions and feel and all these things as well. So I'll maybe talk about that separately. I'll talk about multi-scale fan fret guitars separately. The ergonomic element of a fan fret would be that because of the angling of the frets, if you move your hand up and down up and down the neck of a guitar um, in the position that you're going to be to play things, the angle of your hand changes slightly, and you'll actually kind of so the theory goes, be twisting your hand around to certain angles that we're all used to as guitar players because we're all doing it, but you're introducing tension because you're twisting your hand around when the frets are perfectly straight. On a normal guitar neck, normal guitar fretboard, those frets, when they're perfectly straight and all perpendicular to each other, you are slightly twisting around, especially at the very lowest ends, around the open fret, your cowboy chord area, and up at your solo area, when you're in those areas, your hand actually twists around to certain angles to reach all of the strings. The idea with fan frets is that your hand can stay in its natural kind of position with that natural angle, and that the frets are basically perpendicular to the angle of your hand all the way up and down the neck. So as your hand moves up and down, you don't need to twist into these positions. You're you're basically following the subtle movements of the frets, or more more accurately, the frets are moving angle very slightly up and down the neck with a center point in the middle quite often the 12th fret is the perfectly quote-unquote straight one and then they angle the other way and that suits how your hand will naturally move with minimal tension so the angle is your hand as you're playing up and down the neck you won't have to twist to fret notes perfectly you won't be introducing any tension there it'll feel the most natural and the most comfortable the idea is that a fan fret guitar facilitates that um, and as you're reaching across strings perhaps on extended range guitar it can help perhaps even more because if it if it's if it's true and it is working well with the natural quote unquote angle of your hand with minimal tension then that can help you Again, to play the notes more comfortably, which can facilitate easier playing and better playing, but but also you're not introducing tension. You're, you're possibly avoiding problems, avoiding pains, and, and all of this stuff. So that's an interesting idea with that as well. So a fan fret element might come in. Um, you'll also perhaps at the higher ends of the fretboard when you're going up and soloing, particularly on guitar, a cutaway is going to have to be ergonomic because we've all had the unpleasantness of dealing with a really kind of thick or unpleasant heel joint up there on a guitar and yeah it's like as guitarists like it's something we get used to and like it's it's nothing to complain about right any of this stuff we all get used to it um if it's gonna cause literally every single one of us to have arthritis or rsi i think we'd all go yeah okay fair enough let's let's maybe start redesigning these things but some people do have problems with them and definitely some people i've seen get really annoyed at classic guitars even ones they love with the heel joint they get up there and go man this is annoying and even people I've seen don't get annoyed at it, but then they play a guitar with a much improved, smoother heel joint and they go, oh, that is way better. So you'll see little features like this on an ergonomic guitar because you're thinking about it every step of the way. You're always thinking about balance. You're always thinking about every single element of the design because if one element of the design introduces some kind of tension, it throws everything off. And and changing one element of the design could throw everything else off. You could throw the balance out of whack. You could throw the body shape and the way it sits against your body out of whack. Um, and even if it doesn't throw everything else else out of whack, if you've got one feature that is kind of anti-ergonomic or really going against what the body wants to do, then you've already introduced a bunch of unnecessary tension into your guitar and you've not really successfully designed something fully ergonomic. So heel joints, you'll often see like 
very roomy cutaways and the heel joints carved nicely. Um, again, we know that, that the Gibson High Performance stuff tries to have a more friendly cutaway um, and other, lots of other guitars and basses that are ergonomic try to make sure that when you get to that upper end, you're not having to do the whole like, you know, twisting your shoulder up to get up there and your hands are super tense and trying to get up there. You know, if you're just really feeling it on a solo or whatever, it's cool. That's that's how you play, of course. But, you know, it's never pleasant when you have to do that just to reach a note. You have to twist your whole body around and, you know, pick the guitar up to your chest, basically. Uh, it's never fun. So the idea would be that you don't need to do any of that, you know. You don't need to be doing any of that because it's just, you know, the idea is to try and make it as comfortable playing up there as it is around the fifth fret or wherever. So that's something you'll see as well. The last thing you'll see, and again, this is another example of it being step-in-step step with this contemporary guitar design and kind of progressive metal guitars and stuff like that, is headless guitars. Um, that is one of the things that can help restore balance, some builders say. You will see a lot of ergonomic instruments that do have headstocks, tons of them. Um, but one option the builders say is it can help with, especially if you've got like a, you know, balancing out a guitar, if you've got lighter body wood and all this stuff, they can talk about how getting rid of the headstock there and having a headless guitar, um, especially with some of the ways that headless guitars then work in body design with the smaller bodies. You know, for example, you see a lot of these headless guitars, you know, have a nice, really small body and, and no headstock. That small body can help with the, the weight generally, which lighter can help as well, especially with neck strain and things. And back, um, having a lighter, smaller body can be really nicely ergonomic, but then to balance it out, you don't want the neck to be heavy and taking off that headstock can just make it so much easier to perfectly balance that guitar in in the comfortable playing position. And so headless design, guitar design, is another thing that you'll often see step in, uh, in step with um, this ergonomic guitar design. Of course, you're going to look at stuff like Strandberg, things like that, uh, you know, real progenitors of a lot of what's in modern guitar design and real progenitors of and influences in in to a huge extent in what's in ergonomic guitar design as well. That's a huge amount of what's in those guitars um, for sure. Um, there are a few more guitars that I want to point out. Basically a few more brands and a few more builders that I, I think are doing really interesting things in the ergonomic guitar world. Um, yeah, and, and stuff that's worth checking out and, and also in the bass world because this is a big thing in the in the bass world um that you'll see as well so i mean you see like obviously in the more metal world you see strandberg um like i just said in terms of like the originators i guess it would be steinberger and stuff these, these are guys that you know i guess but yeah strandberg kind of i think of one of the ones i think of in like metal world um yeah steinberger are like the um more the more the ogs actually just in terms of seeing any of this stuff at all you know and in the headless guitar world right um and seeing any of these things come in um and there they are often pointed to as a steinberger as a, as a huge influence for ergonomic stuff in general like especially the ergonomic stuff that's not just in the metal in the metal world so yeah you got steinberger kind of the ogs for some reason Strandberg gets stuck in my head with the metal stuff but there's so many like metal guitar guys i know obviously kiesel comes to mind as having a huge amount of these elements in their in their guitar building, of course, they're custom from Kiesel a whole range of stuff, but it's definitely something that they helped kind of um, build the popularity of with a lot of their eyes. And you saw lots of players playing these headless guitars and these fan fret guitars. Kiesel have been a big part of that and the growth of that. I feel um, so. Obviously, if you don't know Steinberger, check them out because I feel like that's uh, 
where this all starts. I've got to check out Kiesel and Strandberg to see how it fits into the modern world. Um, in the more boutique world, you've got Class Guitars, um, C-L-A-A-S from Germany. They have really ergonomically designed guitars with a huge amount of interesting clever features and making sure all the guitars are balanced, sit perfectly against the body, make perfect, make for perfect playing condition with minimal tension for ease of playing, playability, and also comfort. Yeah, they're, they're, they're big on that. In the bass world, uh, definitely look at Adamovich. Adamovich basses are super, super focused on ergonomics, and they have beautiful designs as well. Their basses are just completely stunning. But if you look at Adamovich basses, um, you wouldn't necessarily go like that's some crazy ergonomic concept, but they are designed for really, really focused ergonomic playability and comfort. Absolutely, in every single instrument, sit perfectly against the body, perfect balance, comfortable playing position, minimal tension when you're playing, all of that stuff, um, and definitely have a lot of contemporary about their design, even though it doesn't look like some crazy concept or anything. You know, like a Steinberger definitely looks super different if you've never seen one. Go look at a Steinberger; it's obviously designed from a totally different place uh, and again when you look at some of these Kiesels and some of these Strandbergs and so many um, obviously that's that's really ubiquitous in the metal world now to to have you know Mayones and all these people and Ormsby you know to have fan frets and all these things but um, in terms of really focused on ergonomics like a Steinberger or an Adamovich or a Class Guitars where it's really inherent to what they do to- in the in totality as a brand and stuff um um, at least, or some of these features that we've mentioned are at least specifically inherently tied to that. Um, it's really cool to go check those out to really get a feel of what an ergonomic, a quote unquote ergonomic guitar is and, and how different they are, the range there, just across those few brands. You know, I could just sit here in this brands all day, basically. But I think across those that I've given, you've got a really good spectrum there of uh, all the different types of guitars from talking about the Sabre Vent stuff with the next to Adamovich, to the kind of OG Steinberger, to Kiesel and Strandberg is the ones that stick in my head as the guys doing the metal stuff, to, you know, Ormsby and Mionis and this stuff. It, it's it's really cool to see this, the spectrum there of um, how ergonomic guitars are not just pigeonholders of one kind of genre or one thing or this thing. There's a whole bunch of players there. Um, and I know that, you know, for for certain things like fan frets and stuff, I, I'm told are... are definitely very popular with a lot of jazz players uh, and stuff like that which is really cool um so it's definitely not a metal thing and there's definitely more and more i hear from these builders especially there's more and more guitarists from a huge range of different genres just who've researched this and who've got into it maybe heard a podcast like this read something and then gone and looked into it and, and realized one it's not just pigeonhole to metal or pigeonhole to this or that it's not just crazy weird concept guitars if you're not into that that it is if you're into that, that's great. But if you're not into that, it covers the whole spectrum of whatever you are into. You can get these features, really. Um, you know, arch tops to and jazz designed guitars to the metal stuff to um, really more traditional looking guitars, um, solid body guitars with these features. And again, that's the great thing about what boutique builders are offering. And there are boutique builders that offer a bunch of different bodies themselves with these features available on them as custom options. So you can build your own ergonom- uh, um, ergonomic instrument, which is really cool. Um, I would say that that's a cool thing to find out. Uh, and it's also cool to just find out how 
yeah, how widespread it is, but also how available it is and how ubiquitous it is, how many choices there are. And people have gone to that and found out, oh, this this is actually for me. What does ergonomic mean? Find out what it is. And a lot of people have found this is for me. And I hear a lot of builders saying people from all sorts of different genres of music, all sorts of different playing backgrounds are coming to be interested in it, want to find out more about it and actually get an ergonomic guitar or a guitar with a lot of really ergonomically focused features. So I think it's a big trend. I think it's it's coming up more and more. And I think more and more of us are getting interested in it for sure. Um, could be because we're all getting older and that's part of it. And like I say, some people just start to notice a few pains and things and feel like, well, I should get the most comfortable instrument possible. But for other people, that's not to do it with what it is. They're just curious about the concept and then they find guitars that they love and they do find it really comfortable. I will say that's the other thing I've learned is playing some of these guitars is, you know, fan frets, uh different body shapes all of this stuff uh you know as, as different as it can look and seem you get used to it super quickly you know it's not something where like you don't you it takes there's a huge amount of time to get used to it there's a there's a kind of learning curve or there's a transition period from what i found no it's 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 it guitar's a guitar and you, you just feel comfortable getting used to it and i feel personally for me it, it's not going to be the same for everyone i don't think but personally for me i found it just like very instantaneous to get into these guitars and to really enjoy uh the experience of playing with them and to find the benefit in a lot of the features really quickly that's what i found so i would say you know if you look at some kind of crazy design multi-scale headless guitar um and you think there's some kind of learning curve it must feel weird with it on your lap it's going to feel totally different and take time to get used to it doesn't and i guess that makes sense because it's designed for comfort it's designed to be something natural but on the other hand you would think well it's, it's going to be different though so if it's designed to feel more natural that means it's designed to feel different than what i am used to supposedly so it might have a bit of a learning curve or a transition period from what i've found now I've, I've just sunk into these things even though i was kind of felt a bit skeptical to be honest when i had the first experience so um that's a cool thing too so definitely check it out and and, and don't just like shy away from it give it a shot you know and if you hate it you hate it for sure like that you know we all like different things but all, i would you know not continue with the skepticism um in terms of can these guitars appeal to me they, they will you know uh if you're not interested in it you're not interested in that that's that's obviously totally cool but um i would say looking at them they look more different than they feel you know any of these features they they just they just feel like a good guitar when it's a good guitar or a good bass when it's a good bass so that's it basically it's just it's it's just they just feel they just feel um like good guitars when they're good guitars um, and there's not really a big learning curve or transition that's what i've found um so anyway go check out some of the brands we talked about go check out ergonomic guitars go look into it yeah see if there's something there for you because it's always cool to find out about new instruments especially if they solve a problem for you that's amazing um and also if they you know just appeal to you as cool new guitars to find out and if they about and if they uh, if they inspire you then that's that's also amazing so if you're inspired to go get to grips with a new instrument and start making music with it that's that's amazing too um so the only suggestion left for today is the music suggestion we always have a track an album an artist to go and check out and today's track that i'm going to recommend you go check out is a track called the levitated the levitated and this is from the band scale the summit beautiful clean tapping stuff in there beautiful progressive song structure wonderful like emotive elements to it 
really excellent use of tapping in a non-shreddy, non-show-offing, non-lead way, which is something that I just love and 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 have always really enjoyed. And it fits in because uh, if you go and find videos of Scale the Summit, if you're not familiar with them, you will see Kiesel guitars and headless guitars and ergonomically designed guitars galore. So it it fits in with today as well. So if you want to see and get some sound samples of hey, what can these kind of guitars do? There you go as well. So go check out the Levitated by Scale the Summit. Go play a bunch of guitar. Have a good one, and I'll catch you tomorrow.